you're a lie. <laughs> you know what? I do want to scream that sometimes. Maybe. Maybe. You might, you might have to do that. Well, I want. We were talking about how we need I... music. Music. Well, that people don't get to see how much we love music. They don't. They don't know how much this studio's time is dedicated to music. Can we, can we dedicate like a piece of uh, the, just the website to like uh, music that we found? We like. I would love the idea of people putting together playlists. Like what I would like lo- something like that. Well, no, yeah. picture the idea of if your guys' show is on Spotify, you attach your playlists to it. We attach those playlists to the website. That each of you are an artist and would eventually have your own page, anyways. Right. I don't know what I would do, but anyways. <laughs> but the yeah, no, there's stuff there, but I'm not changing it regularly. It's not set up to update. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like it's showing the current whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> I have somebody that wants to help, and I'm bad about getting back to them because I also I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I don't want to. It's I'm really bad at like. And reaching out and following the wrong things and just general like I'll eating tacos on Tuesday. I know I always right. forget. It's always like Wednesday. I'm like, oh damn, I miss tacos. I miss tacos, right? Um, well, pointing it out to you today, folks. Taco Tuesday. Um, it's like like I'll, I'll hit up producers all the time, or producers will hit me up talking about beats, and I'll be like, yo, send it to this email, blah 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 blah. And then you'll follow. And then up. I'll I'll forget to check the email and like. If, yeah. The trick is, make yourself an email that's a business email. Start right. handing that and check it every single day. you got to check what you've got every single yeah, day. Yeah, I, I have a specific email that's for, like, anything rap-related. That you don't um, check? That I don't check? No, I have to check it. That's all I got to do. I just, I just got to I just gotta dedicate myself to waking up. Like, you get up in the morning and you check your email. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. 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 And your text messages. Check those every day, often. Do you have? Do you just have it on vibrate? No, I usually have. You my just phone. ignore it, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the notification. My problem is I'll, 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 I, I'll quiet mine down for yeah. stuff, and then yeah. be like, oh crap. Oh no, I'm amazing at at leaving my phone somewhere and forgetting about. I could forget about my phone for two days if there weren't people that I wanted. I think there's a total advantage to that, but I think you have to remember it's a tool and whether or not you're yeah. using it. You don't let it use you. Yeah. I agree. But you ought, no, wait a minute. You never go two days without your phone. You constantly have a phone in your hand. You are always, it's not about talking to people. It's that's about why watching I said, stuff. That's why I said. How do you miss emails? If, look. When they pop up, you just ignore them? How do I miss emails? Yeah, you're on the phone enough yes, that you exactly. shouldn't miss. I just, I, the email, the, Aren't the, the other people more important than who took what pill? I what pill? I don't even know. No, I know, but you know what I'm saying? More important than a YouTube video. You're getting like real emails from real I people. I games on my phone more than I like watching. Okay, either. Okay, either. Now, I, I was giving YouTube more precedence. I was at least saying maybe there's something of interest. So now you're doing nothing, literally. I was going with. I, no, I mean, just reading. I just stopped to read the roses. Stop, sir. Not to read, read the, the flowers? No, I never checked my email. Like even even when I was in school, well, I didn't check my email. I, I didn't check now. my email unless my my teacher was. You're like, an adult hey, trying to me. launch a business, what? man. Yeah, I know. I know. I gotta do that. You got till Sunday to learn all this stuff, man. No, I got till today to learn this stuff. Well, no, I meant on Sunday you turn nineteen. 
18 you can get away with, I'm still a kid. I would say so. You're a kid figuring it out. You, everybody feels like what you're feeling. Oh, I know I'm not figuring it out soon enough. No. I'm 50 and figuring it out. Don't worry, you're fine. <laughs> and there are going to be days I know stuff you don't. Because I'm 50. You're way mature for your age, but I've told you this before. You could act 30 and you'd be 20 years younger than me. That'd be a decade older than you really are, though. I'm not saying you're acting some days. I'm saying like sometimes you carry sometimes you carry the weight like an old man. Yeah. As opposed, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Not the well, most... I think the difference is like I feel like old men they they're able to like carry the weight but also walk with it. No, Whereas, like, they're not. Like, I'm sometimes sometimes when it when I feel it really heavy, I have to stop and I can't. I feel like I can't move. Well, it's how to set it down. It ain't yeah. it ain't it ain't carrying it with a smile. It's learning to not carry it. Everybody go, I'm gonna learn how to carry that weight. And then they spend years trying for how to carry it before they figure out how to set it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, if everybody don't carry it, it won't be yeah, you're right. If you don't carry it, it won't be that heavy. Mm-hmm. There's an old dude and a young dude, and they're walking. They're monks. Yeah. A young monk. And old monk <laughs> Matt and Mudabri Myoki are walking down <laughs> the path. Ahead, they see a fine maiden. I mean, a fine maiden. Mm-hmm. But there is a stream, and she can't get across it. She's dainty. I guess. I don't know. In the story, she must be dainty. The stream of water is going to carry her away. The old monk goes, not a problem, walks over, lifts her up, carries her across the stream, sets her down. For those of you that don't know, part of your vows is to not be naughty. <laughs> not being naughty means not touching the ladies. Not being touched by the can't, ladies. Can't touch the ladies at all. You might get naughty thoughts. <laughs> they might stick in your head. Amen. You might not be able to think about nothing but naughty thoughts. So they're walking down. They're walking. They're walking. The old man, the young man. Matt and Buddha Primayoki. We're in India somewhere. Do to do. Hi, buddy. What you up to? Do to do to do. And he's. Buddy is pissed. Mm-hmm. He's angry. He's looking at me with venom in his eyes. Uh, There's obviously some problems we need to talk about. So I go. What's wrong, man? <laughs> What's got you so right? Right? You know what's what? Why, why are you so? Why are you freaked out? Why are you giving me the stank? <laughs> why are you giving me the stank, guy? Okay. Why? Why? Will Wilbur? No, um. Will. I, I'm not going to do a Belgian accent, Budapri. I'm sorry. I would do your, you. I love your accent, but anyways, he goes, well, but man, dude, brother, you like aren't following the rules back there. Actually, David's probably the one that would call me on this. Dave would be like, you can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. It's in the sutras that you can't be following the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad thoughts are 
gonna get you in your pee pee. I think that's why I couldn't get him. Well, gender preference doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you're still wanting the nookie. So, I looked over my butt. Freaked out by the, the fact that I picked up this lady right. compassionately and carried her across the stream compassionately and set her down and walked away. Not a thought to be had. I set her down back there. Why are you still carrying her? That it's not how many tacos can I eat, it's how many tacos can I enjoy. Well, in my opinion, compassion isn't always like following the rules. When I look back, so I don't think there are rules. Well, I think that is the rule. The only rule. Oh, do I exist in a way that I see other people and I'm compassionate to the other living things around me? I coexist instead of thinking I exist. Yeah. If that makes sense, that people become so consumed with ego of their existence yeah. and attached to their specific piece, yeah. so much so that they don't realize that there's, there's interesting pieces around them. Yeah. Lots to take in. Right. Many a taco to enjoy, but if you eat 20 tacos mm-hmm. all at once, mm-hmm. you didn't slow down and enjoy any of them. That's very true. How did taco show? I don't know. I don't know. For I, more I, information, Tuesday. contact the EBBBB I mean, B&B. Tuesday. That's what she said. Are tacos not a reference anymore? Well, no, I, yeah, there are. They are. They are a reference, yes. You'll, you'll get the taco reference later this week. It'll make more sense. Taco hose out of it. You'll get it when you're older. When you're, you'll understand when you're you'll older. Understand. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Yo, there's so many things that got tabled until I was older that my mom still hasn't explained to me. (laughs) Or, like, I got it now, but, like, we just never talked about it. Well, I think some of the stuff is, I don't want to have that conversation. Exactly. I don't want to have that conversation. Just don't go blind and don't rub it raw. (laughs) Go in the other room. I don't want to know. No, I'm not timing your shower. Don't tell me. Jesus. Might you not notice how long your shower is, you teenage child? No, I was thinking younger than you. I've, I've raised teenage children. Okay. I have. I've raised many a child past your age. Actually, all of my children, except the one, the grandchild that I've raised, all of my children, think, not my grandchildren. I'm grandchild. starting to think I should take cold showers, because if I start taking cold showers, it'd be a lot quicker. But I don't enjoy cold showers at all. So don't. So I don't know. I would. Uh, I find showers to be a moment for great meditation. If, if you, if, well, no. If I stand there and focus on each drop falling, not on other thoughts, but on the med, on it as a meditation, as opposed to, oh, I'm having shower thoughts. I like as far as a clearing of the mind, as of like being there, just taking a shower. Mm-hmm. As much as 
because it's easy to take a million things into it, but it's also easy to lose yourself in it, just feeling the water yeah, cascade it was, over it. Was, it was really hilarious when, um, when that guy was in the engagement. was like, yeah, I just I just curl up into a little ball. Cry in the shower. the shower. I don't cry in the shower, but I do curl up into a little ball because I enjoy it. It's just I, I don't have to think about anything. I, ha- I, I don't have to contemplate anything. I can just sit there and just, just do relax. It. Like... <laughs> Damn, you weren't even watching the show today. It's that bad. I, I am. I think. No, you're not. Well, it was on it for a second. Really. For a second. I, I, switched, I switched over to check my downloads to see how they were coming along. But... What are you downloading? Um, I'm converting uh, files. Well, then they go on Spotify. How far off behind are we? How's that daily upload thing going? Where's you caught up on YouTube yet? <laughs> have you touched it? I should have done something yesterday. Well, no, we need. Okay, here's the thing: we need to take days off. In my head, it's Sunday and Monday now that we move into the summer season. It kind of migrated back to I mean Monday through Friday in the winter because we didn't have fires, we didn't have all the weekends. And at least stuff going Saturday on. we can do stuff. We can do like. Well, the goal is, some of Saturday is work. Right. Not this Saturday. Right. We might throw some stuff out. I don't know. I'm not planning on it big right. time. I'm more Maybe wanting it to be an enjoyable thing as opposed to an anxiety thing for you. Right. But we put out amazing live music that nobody gets to hear. I could, once you cut it up into songs the way you have, it dawns on me, I can't put it out. I don't know the beats. If I put it out as a whole show, I can probably sneak it past mm-hmm. because they're looking by length. You're cutting it down to length. Now there's no way I can put it out. If I do a show about having a good time and there are somebody else's beats in there, we might be able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. The way you're doing it now, there's nothing I can do with it. And that just hit me. Mm-hmm. That I only cut it up so we can write to it. I know, okay. But, I get it, but you guys are ignoring the fact we got nothing out there, and I keep saying I need a show, and you've right. ignored it for months. I can't do a show without other people. I, I need, I need to get everything. No, no, we've had, we had the part that was supposed to be a show all along. I can't be the only one. I'm not that. suggesting. Yeah, video. no, I, I need. I've never suggested that, and I've I suggested need, we not use video. I've suggested this should already be done. It, How is that going to work with this? Just not using, just uh, putting up a thing on the screen. What do you mean? Like putting up a. No, oh, you're going to record it. We're going to put it out on Spotify. We're not putting it out live. We're putting it out as we recorded it live. We've always said it was going to be like, we call it the basement tapes, call it whatever you want. It's the the joy of making. Right. Um, so that people can get tacos on Tuesday. You're doing beautiful things, but nobody knows it. How do it work? Yeah, it, and for six months. Beautiful music. There, There are new songs, two or three every month at a minimum. I meant worth finishing. <laughs> gotcha. No, that's 18 songs. 
if you do that math. And there's more than that because you walked in with more than that. Nothing is polished. Well, that's not true. Not that's not true. There's, well, no. there's a couple polished things, but I do have to do more polishing. Don't lose yourself in it. No, I need to get it out. That's what's stopping us. Yes, exactly. You're like, oh, it's not perfect. I'm going, okay, let's put out a show that's about it not being perfect. That way you can quit worrying about that shit. Put out the show that's about, wow, here's the creative process. You don't have to feel any of that bullshit in your head. Put out a show that's about the vibe and how good it feels making it. So you don't even have to feel the pressure. Shit. We could have put two hours a week out every week for the last six weeks. Or like anger. And I can make a given anything any day by just setting up a Gmail and right, us attaching to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, I really need to put one up. It's for you. I need to put one up for Universal Sun, huh? Um, couple different things. Some of it's just reading stuff, mm -hmm. and then conversations. Um, I've got David down with the idea that I can record stuff, mm -hmm. and then he'll comment on it, like, then he'll release it, comment on it. I'm really trying, I, I don't, all of these projects, I'm trying to not end up with all in my lap. Right. Um, don't get me wrong, though, I, I notice the days I don't get on and go through it all, and yeah, da 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 But the problem is, you get so busy, and you plan for tacos, and then there's no time for them. Yeah. I've got a business meeting tonight at 8.30, week isn't too crazy but it should be i should have i i'm it should be a little I, well no i should have interviews scheduled i don't one of the biggest things today was getting out the yay i used my day planner for one week and i haven't written it since so i've got to get that out and one of the things i need to do is like that, start using that we have so have you thought about what you would ask me? I thought about what I would ask you. What's your biggest question in the world? So if we were, I want to know what's off limits. What do you mean? Ask is what you there anything what what do you think might just go with what um what do you know about Matt that you might think might be off limits? Relationships? No. Yeah. Complicated relationships? Oh, in my past? Like, yeah. way past? Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm a convicted felon. Um, when I was 20, I was first arrested for selling acid. I'm, for the record, hippie crimes. <laughs> um, I sold acid to an undercover narcotics agent. And then, in the following year, I got busted for promoting prostitution because I ran an escort service. Yes, I am a former stripper myself, a sex worker. I have been paid for sex. There are additional stories around that. What a wild and weird world I have lived in. <laughs> I'm not perfect. 
I, what I bring with my story is the idea of I had. What if you had to learn things the hardest way possible? And by that, I don't mean, oh, my God, my trauma was worse than anybody else's. I don't mean that. I mean, as opposed to I'm going to go study scripture. As opposed to I'm six years old and I go into the temple. And what I'm taught from the get go is everything I have to learn. And no one listened to me about the fact that this is not we can't help the world if we don't live in the world. Right. And so I feel like I've had to get to where I am as far as my outlook, my meditation, my concepts, my thoughts, by way of a sledgehammer. I haven't chosen the easy route, but I've learned so. Okay, so then I went to prison. And I saw that struggle was universal there, too. It wasn't defined by a single, oh, these people or those people. You know, rich white guys that got caught. Right. Or people of every color that got caught. Right. Everything in age from 16 to 80. Right. Because people get put into... Right. You get life sentence, you know. Well, but even so you get caught at 60, so then be a done deal still. I had to take responsibility for my mistakes. Now, one option is you get out and you go, this is all the, the system's fault. I, I did the things I was accused of. I was a sex worker and I sold ass. Mm -hmm. I did those things. I didn't, instead of blaming the world for what I had done, I realized I had made my world harder and that I had created a speed bump. And you'll find I talk about speed bumps a lot. But this was the first I realized in my 20s, I have to figure out how to overcome this. Mm -hmm. And I worked in circles. I worked at temp services in ways that they wouldn't realize who I was. Mm -hmm. As far as they wouldn't end up with the background. And then I'd get offered a job. And mm -hmm. one of them did the background check and then escorted me out. One of them fired me. I'd been there almost a year. And the worst on that one was they raped me. I had I was in sales and I had gotten them leads on some stuff that was going to make them millions and millions of dollars that I should have gotten a percentage of. Easier to get rid of me. You go, no, 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 that's available to you. I got them a, I got them the Nash the contract with the state schools in Kentucky for all the new phones. Every single new phone in every school in Kentucky. Did you, um, what was the first job to suck? And why? Maybe that one, but. Okay, so the very first job that stuck was I worked at, um, I did furniture for a while. And there were two or three, there were three jobs in furniture. First one, I delivered furniture out of the back of my truck with uh, the guy with the golden voice. The, Ted Williams. Ted Williams yeah. yeah, somebody's getting a hold of me under his name currently. I'm like, is it really you, Ted? And they're surprised that I know him. They're like, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'd love to talk to him. I bet we could get him on. Right. And he's doing a podcast and stuff. He really probably wants coverage. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, we could tell Bray stories. I don't know how much he remembers. Right. I mean, he probably remembers Paul's brother's name. I don't remember that or the other guys we worked with, but it was. Right. He's probably he's probably got some details. Well, but it was a coke haven. It was everybody there was doing gotcha. crack and said was having some issues as well. Right. Um. That. So then I go from there to Highland Myers, which I don't know if they make this same right down south. Furniture store. Yeah, Weird furniture it's store. We sold game. we sold everything under the sun though, furniture store. Like and I put together bikes at Christmas and I put together lawnmowers in the summer and I delivered washers and dryers. <laughs> and I, that's what that was rough because that place gave credit to everybody. And that was those were the moments where I spent a lot of time dealing with cockroaches and houses with dogs that were crapping in the basement. Dang. I had to put together a bunk bed in a house that was not air conditioned. Where they were breeding Rottweilers in the basement. Breeding what? So the the smell in the house was just straight dog Dog. shit. Yeah, yeah. We wanted out of there so bad, and the problem was we had free assembly. So so we'd have to go places and put stuff together. mm -hmm. So anyways, then me and my buddy hop in our Highlight Myers truck one day and drive it over to Sofa Express and park it out front. Was we, that the west side? No, 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 no. This is over. This is over here on the over on Hamilton Road, down near Groveport. Not that, that matters. But you, you told me you told me that you stayed on the west side. Stay on the west side, but this all this is all the in the pickup truck. I was still living on the west side, but then we moved to the east side. Oh. So we walk into Sofa Express and I go, "Hey, we'd like to have." Applications. Back in the day, they'd hand you an application. Nowadays, like, we're doing our website. <laughs> I didn't. Don't have that job. Not going to that website. Anyways, then we're like, no, we thought it was our resume. Right. That was our answer. We're like, no, I'll go get the guy in charge of delivery. This is our resume. Right. I've got a big giant furniture truck parked out front. I don't want to work for these assholes no more. <laughs> That's how I got that job. I don't want to work for you guys. I stayed there for a while. Eventually, um, I was fired. I won't go into my whole. We will at some point. Mm. So folks, press the whole thing. That was an experience too. I, anyways. <laughs> so then I'm fighting for custody of my daughter, and I decide I have to have furniture to impress the people that are supposed to come visit the house. Right. Mind you, the people that never came, they decided I was a good guy and never visited it anyways. Mm. Well, and so I went to them and said, I need to buy this used furniture. Give me credit. I've been working here for four years. Well, yeah, your credit's not good enough. You're literally going to take it out of my check. <laughs> okay, so by that point... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So, they said you needed good credit for them to take money out of your check that you already have. They can see well, how much... They, they were gonna, I was going to make payments. Right. But... Right. So, I got mad. Uh-huh. And by that point, I was working in the office. Mm-hmm. And I was... Doing all of the jobs that office people did, including I could write credit. <laughs> now, I didn't want to steal furniture. I wouldn't steal furniture, so I wrote myself credit in the system, which is what got me in trouble. I mean, I could, if I walked out with this stuff, I probably could have gotten away with it. Like, but I, I looked at myself, no, I didn't steal it. credit. But what the guy said to me was, we're ne- you're too smart to be here. <laughs> Yo, that's a problem when your boss tells you that. You're an amazing guy. You're at the point where you're running around doing five jobs at once, and I'm telling you, we're never going to pay you for that. Right. I'm not going to pay you 
It's on fire in you. Because for stealing the furniture. But I'm telling you, you're better <laughs> off. It was the nicest dismissal. I mean, this is the dismissal you did of. Steal, but you need fire... to go make more money somewhere else because you should be. Right. You know, and I did. The nicest part. That meant it was easier to move into office jobs as opposed to the other kinds of temp jobs. Did they did they recommend you? Absolutely. Okay. And then so the next place I end up <laughs> tacos. Mm-hmm. Um this is the restaurant? No, this is not the restaurant. This is for a company that sells emergency backup systems for companies and buildings. Okay. And generators and stuff? As a matter of fact, yes, electric generators. Okay. But giant ones. Picture the kinds that go on top of skyscrapers. And just small ones. They make small ones. I was working for their global sales department on the big ones. And within a couple weeks, I had a system down so that their funnel was going 24 7 and they were making more money than ever and they offered me a job. (laughs) Okay. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I went into HR. They told me about all of the things I was going to get, how wonderful it was going to be, everything they were going to do for me. I had a great Thanksgiving. It was good knowing that I was finally going to get hired. Right. Oh, they escorted me out on Monday. The, uh, <laughs> so background, the, the background so this is report the one where the back. background check. And but each and every member of the sales staff wrote mm-hmm. me a um recommendation. So now I had a, another piece in the puzzle to get past. Right, 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 right. So you've got you've got a record, yes, but you also have this laundry list of people who will vouch for you, saying, "Hey, he's amazing to work with." Blah 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 blah. Like all of this, all of these good things about you. Well, what I can do is I do have a list of all the places I've lived. Right. And I have a list of all the jobs I've ever had. Right. I could give you those too, right. and then you could be like, "Oh, what the." I'm telling you, the jobs list is almost two pages. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, I know, like, I know you've had about always 30 years knew. to, like, work, but it's, it, that's still crazy to me. Do you know that for a summer, I decided I could run a landscaping business on the concept I can do anything as long as I read the book the night before? Mm-hmm. And I have walls all over Gehenna that I built that are retaining walls that made me a bunch of walls, like like brick walls. Well, like retaining wall. Like if you see a, at the front of a house and it's got the windy, really nice mm-hmm. stone and stuff, and it's level, not like the crappy stuff you see everywhere, but it's like looking right, like it's supposed to. Yeah. I have some of those in this in this town that are over fifteen years old that are still perfect. Yeah. yeah. I did that for a summer. That's <laughs> I planted over 200 uh, hostas somewhere. Hostas? Yeah, they're plants. Oh, okay, okay. I would love to go visit those, actually. I think it was, maybe it wasn't that many. It was a ton. I'd like to go see how they're doing. I want to talk to her anyways. I want the, the website. What was your, what was your, like, favorite job? My favorite job? Well, so there's pieces of every job. Like, I really enjoyed working in the pet store when I was in high school. The pet stores were cool. The thing I liked about the pizza shop was I felt good feeding people. But I probably liked Saturday mornings with nobody there in the shop not open making pizzas more than any of the rest of it. Um, I love landscaping. I still I still do that here, obviously. Um, in the sense that I've always loved the ability to do something, and then when you're done, you walk away and you've created something new. Right, you've actually I'm very creative. Something... Yeah. yeah. And that there's something about 
Okay, so like I built this room. You guys can see the room. It's a room. What? What I got? It's a room. Um, none of these walls. I put in that one first, and then this one came later when my daughter moved out because I'd already built the shelves, mm -hmm. and she had cloth hanging up here on this side. So did you build? Did you like put in beams and stuff first, and then? Like, well, I put in the giant. Sh I added the giant shelving. Okay. I needed space to store Christmas stuff and other stuff, and so that I wanted to build that into the room. Right. Okay. What I really ought to do with these over here and take the shelves out. I know, now we're pointing at things boring you to death. I apologize. <laughs> I forgot. Have I mentioned tacos? <laughs> you ever worked at a, a taco place? You know what the hell? The only food I ever did was pizza, and it was the only place I ever did that was Massey's. Mm -hmm. um, I hung out, when I worked there, I went and hung out at Pizza Hut some. Um, just because I had friends that were working over there, so I'd be sick of pizza and I'd go make pizzas at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Sometimes I'd bring them stuff from Massey's because none of us you don't want whatever you're right you don't want what you're working at. I've heard that well and the thing is even the food you make isn't what's on the menu right. uh, best pizza we made was you order two of the spicy chickens from Wendy's mm -hmm. you dice them up mm -hmm. you order a large chili you sauce that all over the dough you pound out the dough mm -hmm. super thin then you put the chili across it mm -hmm. cheddar cheese you know, some banana peppers, some onions, mm -hmm. and then you put the spicy chicken all over the top of it because it gets crispier, maybe a little more cheese, and then yeah. you put it in. Oh, my God. Spicy chicken chili pizza is just a dive for <laughs> But it is. I mean, if you like the spicy chicken, especially, you dice it up real good so there's little right. chunks. What can I say? And Or I'd make a sub that'd take me hours to make because I'd be browning stuff. I'd, I'd put something in the oven before I left and brown it and then come back and then build more on that. Yeah, I think I think my favorite pizza I've ever had was a pizza. It had nothing but peppers on it, and it was it was it was supposed to be a vegetarian pizza, and it was amazing. If they're good sweet peppers and onions, I could make a killer. I could I could make a killer vegan vegan pizza probably, but or vegetarian. I mean, the hard part for me is I don't do wheat. Mm. If I did wheat, cheese either. And the, I mean, the part of it is the thing I miss is. Is it is it hard to like make a pizza at all? Would you consider it hard? No. <laughs> There's a skill to it that you pick up, like you float. So when you're saucing, mm -hmm. you're not actually touching the dough; you're touching the sauce. Right. So you're not pushing down on you're it. You're supposed to pour it and then and then you're push it around. What you're, no, you're, is that is that you're not pushing? You're okay. Floating. Okay. So if you're above the sauce, you can just start at the middle and come out, uh -huh. and cut, you can get all the way to the edge, and it'll lift the edge up because right. you're using. You're trying to make sure it distributes even. Well, but the point is, you have to float over it. You're not touching it. So right. You're going like this, and it's actually spreading, and will lift the dough. So you can come all the way to the edge without the sauce going off. Gotcha. Because, for those of you that don't know, we're big in central Ohio on edge-to-edge -edge pizza. Right. Not everybody does that. New York style, you're not going to do edge to edge. you got a right. big bubble at the end, so hold it good. That's right. something to hold on to that ain't messy. Here we cut it in squares and cover it. All over the place. Right. Like that's a Midwest thing. That square cut. Because mm -hmm. I remember moving here and going, why is the pizza cut this way? Deep dish? No. No, just regular pizza? It's you thin mean? crust and it's. You live in this town. You, know, you like, had pizza. Yeah. It's square cut. They do the square, they do one, two, three, and then they mm -hmm. come down it. That's how we cut ours too. That's how Donato's cuts theirs. 
Traditionally, traditionally, Donato's is the one that I've known mostly for that. That's just because you've gotten it from them. They copied it from, I'd say, Massey's and Iacono's. If I was looking at historically who really created pizza in this town, mm. you know, the, I mean, the Iacono's definitely off in a deep path here. That's okay. <laughs> um, tacos. I'd say Domino's is my favorite pizza place. Anyways. But anyways. The point, there are, every regional area has kind of a difference. Pizza is one of those things, every culture has some version mm-hmm. of, we have a flat thing, we just bake stuff on. Right. Yeah, pretty much. You know, the flat thing you bake stuff on is not crazy. Or that you roll stuff in. I mean, like, in Thailand they had a dessert that was, like, thin, almost crepe, and they put some, like, a little bit of jam and a little bit of um, sweet condensed milk, and then they'd roll it up, and oh my god. And they were only available at night in the night market. I don't remember, I don't remember what crepes are. It's just bread, there's bread and some other stuff, right? No, it's more egg than bread, that's why they don't turn up. They're, they're super, real crepes, not IHOP crepes. Gotcha. Are super, super thin, and they're not just a dessert item. Like asparagus crepes with a creme sauce are like, oh my god. God, so good. <laughs> Traditionally, with a little ham in them. Oh, the prosciutto made with uh, no <laughs> prosciutto. I can still cook. For those of you that wonder, I don't eat that stuff anymore, but I still know how to put it all together. I want to say I had prosciutto one time. I remember it being good. Really good ham. Yeah. It's just really good ham. It's good. It's nice for cooking. It's it's a nice thin. Uh, gives you a little bit of that ham flavor, but I it's like paper thin. I thought prosciutto was duck. Or no, am I thinking? Am I thinking about something else? You are decidedly thinking about something okay. else. I have no idea. No, I know what it is. My my cousin had like this um this bag of like it was like meat and it was like assorted it was different types of meat. There was duck. There a was bag of assorted was, meats? No, it was it was it was it it was really good when I tasted it. it I, really I I believe that's like something you can get as a what do you have there, Mr. D&D fellow? I, I am a barbarian. I, I carry know. a bag of assorted I meats. I don't know where you got it. It's a bag of assorted meat store, duh. Well, I suppose it's maybe just the meat store, but they have a special on a bag of assorted meats. One of my... Okay, so we'll go to yet another weird story. One of my favorite types of jerky is spring buck. Spring buck. Spring buck. You know, the gazelle-looking things that you see in Africa that bounce around and they have the two horns, like... You're not even looking at me. You're looking at your phone. Why are you looking at your phone while we're putting on a show? Get that damn phone somewhere other than in your lap. <laughs> Jesus. No, we had an assignment. My brother from South Africa, his family sent him some springbuck jerky, mm-hmm. which is literally like gazelle jerky almost, because that's they've got a bunch of them there, and that's what you like. But, man, it was good. Mm-hmm. So springbuck jerky, I am not a fan of um, squid jerky. Squid jerky. So one of the things you would run into in Thailand is giant a wall of squid drying out to be jerky and that is not a happy smell no, I don't. that is not a happy smell a blind man might think he I've was never in the, seen a, a blind man like might like might think he was in the red light district no they 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 get flat okay and they're just chewy they're i, I never uh-huh but then they'd sell shredded i mean eggs I'll, try, I'll try it i'll try anything but i just I'll, I'll, I might, I might look at it kind of weird. You ever seen the looks you give everything? It's kind of weird. 
But what happens is, so you get going on 20 other things. Mm-hmm. And you forget that today's Tuesday and you're supposed to have tacos. That, whether we're, you know, I mean, we've talked about a million kinds of food. We've talked about a million places I've been. Partially to, to tease your little butthole with a tiny feather. We have stories coming up. So one of the things you're going to be able to see is a little more in-depth who we are. That Ross has some questions for me. Mm-hmm. I have some questions for Ross. That what we want to do is bring out some more of the pieces. And then what we want to do is extend from there into talking to the other really beautiful people we know far and wide. The reality is, one of my greatest joys is I feel like my fingertips are touching the world. Not because of some egotistical thought, Mm -hmm. but because I can look at what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and go, oh, I didn't plan. Like, it's more like, oh, my fingertips are touching the world. Not like, oh, let my fingertips touch the world. It's like you look over and go, oh, I really wanted that. That happened. Mm -hmm. I didn't make that happen. I let that happen. I didn't fight that happening. I got to Tuesday and I said, yeah, tacos. Even though I forgot that there were going to be tacos, I enjoyed the tacos when I got there. That there's something to be said. For being able to be open to the idea of what things really are. I was talking to somebody last night about, so I I talked often about, I talked often about the idea that by knowing nothing, I I, I can learn anything. Mm -hmm. That everything is learning. Mm -hmm. And there are some people that really get offended by that. No, that's not true. You don't know nothing. Well, I don't know how else to describe it. I still have my logic. But the attachment was assumption. And a lot of people think assumption and knowledge are the same thing. Like, ah, I know what's going to happen. I think I, know, I think I know a lot of things. It doesn't mean I'm right about a lot of things. I don't, I don't assume that... I, I shouldn't assume... Are that all right. the things you know based on your perception? Yes. Does your perception lie to you? Yes. That's worth it. But you can't claim to not know anything. That feels like a cop-out to me. I know, it's somebody else, but I mean exactly what I'm saying. I don't mean it as a cop-out. Mm-hmm. I mean it as, let it all go. Mm-hmm. And be where you are. Because all of that's assumption. Mm-hmm. All of that's still carrying her, or we shall see, or what are you going to react to? What do you think you know? Tell me what it's going to mean in 10 years. Was it a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I think, I think just because what you know changes doesn't mean you can say that you know, or you can say that you know everything. I don't think, I don't think anyone knows everything or nothing. Why are you wasting so much time evaluating something that you know can't be true, that you can't trust? All you're evaluating is your perception of the world, and you know you can't trust it because it lies to you. Yes. So what are you holding on to? What's true? Ah, there you are. Now you're the wait a minute. Wait a minute. And false. But that's my stop for a minute. Let me respond. That's stop at the I don't know. But what I'm saying is that's where I'm at. Is what you know true? I don't know. So you can't know if what you know is true. And all I'm saying is, I get to the I don't know when I hold on to it. 
But what I'm saying is you can't take from that that I know nothing. You can't, that doesn't correlate. Just because what you know may not be true doesn't mean that you don't know anything. To say I don't know anything It's all an assumption. Is wrong. It's all an assumption. Yes. I don't know anything. I can't plant my flag on any of it. That doesn't mean none of it has any value. But I'm not holding on to any of it. I don't know that. Is it there? Yeah, but I don't know it. You don't know it. I think the only thing you can do is constantly do this stuff. It's like math. Everything called, is like math. All you, all, you have, yes. you have, all you can do is be present in the moment because you're incapable, incapable of defining outcome. Yes, exactly. If you would have told, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use that because I don't really remember how deep that goes. But before Einstein, there were some ideas that people had that were wrong, and. They wouldn't have known that they know were the majority wrong about of, those no, things until Einstein came along and Do you know that the majority wrong, of Einstein's theories actually have been proven wrong? Yes, I know that. Do you know that 500 years from now, everything you think you know is going to be bullshit? Exactly. You don't but know what anything. I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, up until that point, there were certain ideas that were wrong. That people and we held on to we that made it impossible exactly. for us to expand. And now, and we need now to let go. More. Now we need to let go. That now we need to quit trying to hold on to what we think we know because we don't. Because I guarantee what you're going to find out 500 years from now is you don't. So all everybody's doing is lying to themselves about what they think they know. All you can know is how can I meet the world compassionately and know myself as well as possible. And in knowing yourself, let go of that too. Because your assumptions about who you are aren't real. They're assumptions. What can Everything you know? Everything is. Okay, so what can you know? Tell me what you can know. What can you know? Sounds like a, you're just saying, what do you know? I'm not sure. Then why, so if you're not sure, why is my statement so upsetting to you and feel like a cop-out when it's the exact same answer you're giving, but you're avoiding giving it? Saying I know any, saying I don't know anything is wrong. No, you're defining it. In a I believe. Okay, but you just over and over again came to I don't know. Yes, I don't you know. You came to the exact same answer, but we're know, on, and I don't are know not, what I don't know. Here's 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 my mantra. Okay. I know I know that I know I don't know that I know I know that I don't know that I know. Okay, you're confusing. I know you're I know. You're confusing life out of me with that. I'll be honest. I'm very confused by that. That's, that's everything. Yes, you're right. It's confusing. Yeah. Guess what? You have all the cards. Guess what? You don't have any of the cards. Guess what? You have all the cards. Guess that's, what? You don't have any of the cards. That's not. That, that seems extreme. What? Because you just. But here's the thing. In our card. Okay, go ahead. I don't know anything. Which is what you said because, every time you were asked. Because I don't know what I know, to say that I don't know anything would be wrong. There are some things that I know. So tell me what you know. I don't know. Okay, I'm willing to accept that. I, that's what I said. But what? Okay. You just said I don't know anything and then said you can't say that. 
you like go, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And I go, yes, that. That's exactly that. I agree. And then you go, but you can't say that. And I go, wait a minute. No, you just said that. You just got to exactly what I said. Over and over again. No matter how many times I asked you, you came up with the same answer. But you were unwilling to accept it. I know it. my name is Ross. There. I know something. There. Based on what? Your mom gave it to you? Yes. Not that it's not meaningful on your mother's part. I don't mean that. But I'm saying, is that defining? Somehow that makes you Ross? What? What? That's a label. My name? This is the label. Yeah. If anything, it limits you. But anytime you put a label on anything, you're, oh, so you're a Ross? I know, right? I have anything in I know. It doesn't, it doesn't need to What's have attached to the Ross? Meaning to know anything. It, you don't have to have, there doesn't have to be, <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to draw meaning from something to say that you know. So, what you can attach to is ego. What do you mean? I am Ross. Not ego, okay. I use the word ego, not, everybody hears ego and they think bad. Ego is self. So the one thing you've defined as real that you can know is self. Yes. I'll let you have that. No pleasure works. I can. I know that I exist. Even that is is a bit is a bit presumptuous. I will say. Can't prove it. Exactly, because we could be in the matrix, and I wouldn't if know you're that. Running, if you're running the test and you get the answers and you agree to them, exactly. you know it's I not. I could be. I could be from. I could be one of the bots from from. Uh, what do you call? It? So what do you From, know? Uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. Don't be in it. The only thing you know. Fucking Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Taco Tuesday, just for you day. Taco Tuesday, oh yeah, boo day. <laughs> the day I accepted, I knew nothing. I gave up schools for long. And accepted a world full of lessons and knowledge in every moment. I don't hold on to it. Just try to bring it back to you. It's all I am is a mirror, reflecting the wonder of the universe. Up on a show up, the only thing I know is that it's Taco Tuesday.